This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. I'm your host, Bishop Poole and Terry Poole. We're always happy to have you and you. Call a friend and tell, tell a friend that Doctrine of Truth is on the air. And we bless you always. We're praying for you. Now, a word of prayer for those today, wherever you might be. We're always here to bring love. We're always here to try to bring clarity and, and truth to what you have learned and try to unlearn it and make sure it follows. We're using the King James Bible. Uh, Father, we thank you right now. Father, believe that go God, your word will go out. We know your word will go out and touch and deliver those that are listening. Look upon those that are in the hospital room, those that are going out through the highways and byways, those that are foreign mission field, the missionaries and the evangelists. Lord, stretch your hand of edge of protection around them. Those that are sick, oh God, we know that you came. You said in 1 John, amen. You come to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. That's why you came. That was the purpose of your coming, to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. We know you, you're a healer. Have your ministry is healing. Amen. To undo what the devil brought. The devil brought disease. He brought frustration and he, he brought all ungodliness. And he brought deception. Oh God. He started in the garden because he was loose from heaven. He was evicted from heaven and he came to the earth to make war with all of God's creation. Amen. So we thank you now, Lord, in the name of Jesus the Christ, oh God, to help us as we begin to, per to deliver your word to the world today and to your people. In Jesus Christ we pray, amen. We want to discuss what people have falsely said about uh, denominations and the amen. God did not bring a denomination. Christianity is not a denomination, but that's part of the false doctrine, false teaching of man. We're talking about, amen, holiness and righteousness. Amen. That's what, what's going to get you into heaven. Amen. We want Sister Terry to define, amen, the word uh, holiness. Thank you, Bishop. As it relates to 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 to, through 25, which we will read shortly, calls all people of faith to live a life of holiness. Literally, holy living means that the Christian lives a life that is set apart, reserved to give glory to God, it is a life of discipline, focus, and attention to matters of righteous living. Amen. It's a righteous living pertaining to God. It's a righteous living pertaining to God. First John, the third chapter, and the eighth verse say, He that committed sin is of the devil, and all for, for the devil sinned from the beginning. 
for this purpose, sometimes people forget as having been taught, for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he may destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God does not commit his sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. In this the children of God are manifested, and the children of the devil. Whosoever does not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. But this purpose that Jesus died on the cross, to undo the works of the devil, amen, the sin and deception, sickness and disease, half of Jesus' ministry or more was about healing. Healing. He healed the sick, the blind, the depressed, mentally and physically, God is a healer. He mended up the hearts and mind, Isaiah 61. So he came to undo what the world is doing now. He came. And everybody wants God's love. They want love, but the enemy has directed them in the wrong places, the wrong habits, the wrong... Uh, they have a desire of God. They have a zeal of God. Paul talked about in Romans 10. But it's not according to the knowledge of God, word, amen. So today we're talking about, amen, holiness, keeping God's commandments. First John, the fifth chapter, amen. And we're going to read uh, from the King James Bible. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is this Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begotten loveth him also that is begotten of him. But this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God, we keep his commandments. And this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believed that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. This is the Spirit that be that bears witness because the Spirit is true. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. Amen. So God the Father, God the Son, they are one. They are one. Amen. So if you love God, you'll keep His commandments. And it's not painful. It's not, amen, it's not grievous to just keep God's commandments. It's not grievous. It's not painful. Amen. God love you. And he know that you need love regardless of what you have or what you're going through. You need, you know, you realize that you need a love. So the false prophets and false teachers, the world is trying to direct you to come to religion Amen. But they are not following after God. Uh, God is, is calling for people to live after his standards and after his righteousness after church. 
after they, they get out of worship centers. Amen. He's not dropping his standards. Amen. Just to draw the world. Amen. To follow his standards. He not, he's not dropping his standards. He's not dropping his life to draw the world. So the deeper spiritual meaning of righteousness is the quality of being right in the eyes of God, including character or nature, conscience or attitude, conduct or action, and command or word. Righteousness is therefore based upon God's standard because he is the ultimate lawgiver. We have to live the word. We have to live in Jesus' name. There's many scriptures that say in Christ, in Christ. There's a scripture that says the knowledge of Jesus will cover the earth as the waters covers the seas. The more knowledge that you truly have in your mind and your heart as it relates to Jesus and being born again will facilitate you living a life in Christ, in the kingdom of God. Amen. We thank you, Sister Terry, for that explanation. You know, in, in the book of James, the first chapter, and James talk about pure religion. Amen. Undefiled before God. He's saying that uh, visit the fatherless and the widows and their affliction. Amen. And keep yourself unspotted from the world. Amen. There's a lot of things that goes on in the world. A lot of damage mentally and physically has been done to people. All creations is God. We're talking about God the creator. Amen. A creator of all mankind. James 1 and 26 says, If a man... If any among you seem to be religious and brighten out his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man religion is vain. Pure religion, pure religion, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this. Visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. How many of you know, seem to say that they, they are religious, uh, they follow in God's, this is the book of James, the first chapter, James 1, in 26 through 27. And they say, well, it's, it's hard to follow God. It's hard to keep God's commandments. It's not, it's, no, it's not hard. It's not hard to love to love the world. As for themselves, no, not because they're not a part of your, your denomination, they're not a part of your, amen, your creed or your uh, language or the pigmentation of your skin or the club or the group that you're in. No, it's not that. It's not that. Amen. You're supposed to help all people. God created all people. Amen. And it takes the real love of God that you be able to reach out to help a widow, the homeless. Amen. Help them mean that help them direct them. 
in a direction where they can eventually, after a while, catch on and serve themselves and help themselves, not support everybody in the world. No, you can't do that. But you can help people by directing them and showing them, amen, how to get help and how to find out, amen, how to live in this world. Yes, the two commandments that Jesus gave. Love your God only and love your neighbor as yourself. You have to love yourself. And the only way to love yourself is loving the Jesus in you. Jesus died and shed all his blood. When you think about that. You have to care. You have to be grateful. If Jesus is in you and you do something harmful to yourself, you're doing it to Jesus. That's what turned me around. When I really wrapped my mind around that fact that Jesus lives because he lives in me and you, why would I do anything to harm Jesus after all he suffered and died for? So we have to stay in it. It says seeking God's kingdom calls us to evangelize and seeking God's righteousness calls us to foster basic Christian civility and compassion. Feed the poor. Fight oppression. And love our neighbor. The point is that we are putting God's concerns ahead of our own. Seeking his agenda with all our heart. The passion of the Christ is the will of the Father. It's about doing what God would have you to do with your life. And it's to help one another. Unity in the community. Thank you, Sister Terry. We're giving an example. Amen. People loving God and walking upright. Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. There's a man called Cornelius. Acts chapter 10. I'm reading. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man, one who feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision, eventually about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming to him and saying unto him, Cornelius, and when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And the Lord said unto him, Thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before me. How many people can say that? How many pray to God always? Amen. And how many give help to people? And it come up to the part where God accepted it, God see it, and he knew that this man had a heart for him. And so what he did, he sent a worker. He sent one of the apostles. 
the fifth chapter first of uh, Acts chapter 10 10th chapter in the fifth verse and now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon whose surname is Peter he lodged with one Simon a tanner whose house is by the seaside he shall tell thee what thou ought to do and when the angel which spoke unto Cornelius was departed, he called two of his household servants and a devout soldier of them that waited on him continuously. Now, this also expressed the fact that God, not only he don't have respect to person, the people love him and serve him, regardless of what your status is financially or how for up the food chain you might be, amen, in riches and honor and power, God will reach out to you, amen. These men, Peter the apostles, he lived on the ocean. He lived, he had a penthouse. He had a big house on the ocean, amen. Cornelius had servants working him, but he still respected God. He still helped people. He still honored God himself. So God knew that Cornelius did not know anything about his son. His son. Many of you might love God with all your heart, but somebody going to come to you and say to you, maybe this broadcast let you know, amen. God still love you. God still care for you, but he wants you to know about his son. Amen. St. John, the 10th chapter, Jesus said, I am the door. No man can come unto the Father but by me. Amen. He is the way, the truth, and the life. 14th chapter of St. John. Said, Jesus is the way. He is the truth and the life. Amen. So if you want to get to God, and Jesus died on the cross for you. He died on the cross for you. Amen. And the more that you learn about him, the more victorious life you will have on this earth. It's more than just going to the sanctuary, praising God and leaving. No, it's more than that. He wants you to live a victorious life by following his direction. He wants you to follow the GPS that he got, amen, in your life. They show you how to go around pitfalls and show you where they're going to be a roadblock in life. He wants to show you, amen, those that are fighting against you, amen. He wants to show you that he's with you always even to the end of the world. Many people are hollering now about the end of the world is coming, things that are coming, amen. And they, you have to try God now through his son, Jesus Christ. So when it's time to come, amen, upon him once on a man to, to, uh, to die, and then after that's the judgment. All of us are going to die and leave here. But you don't have to die without Christ, amen. Once you get Christ, you've been born into Christ, you have peace in your life that you are with God and you're going to be with God and you have died already according to Romans 6 chapter and you, you're not going to die anymore. You're not going to die anymore spiritually. The inner man is not going to die. Amen. So we want to let you know, amen, that God loves you and he hasn't turned his back on you. Amen. So, But living holy is a separation is a separation. Amen. And Peter and uh, Cornelius came together. Amen. And, and Peter told him the promises. 
of God. God has special people out there. They go around and they spread the word, spread the good news about God's gospel. It's about God's gospel. God so loved the world. He sent his only begotten son. So we, we're, we're, we're proclaiming God's gospel, that God loved you. He sent his son to die for you. Amen. That you might have a right to the tree of life. Amen. We died once. Amen. But you're going to live forever. You're going to live forever. Amen. Amen. And we thank God for each and every one. Amen. We're talking about God's gospel. We're talking about holiness. We're talking about righteousness, to live right. And yes, it is more to it than just being in the church. We come to church, shake hands, and we greet one another and sing Zion songs, encourage one another. And you go back to your home, you go back to your job, you go back to your family. God's still there. You don't leave him at the altar. You don't leave him at the at, at the uh, offering plate. You don't leave him in the choir stand. No, he's with you all the way, even to the end of the world. Yes, we don't leave him at church. You have to have the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus meet up in your heart. You have to pray to have an open heart and an open mind to receive the word of God daily. You pray and you read the scripture and you meditate on it and you digest it. That's how you keep it. That's how your heart changes. We have to want the heart of God. David said, create in me a clean heart. So that I may worship thee. Worship and prayer is a lifestyle. You have to wake up doing it. Wake up and thank God for waking up with the desire to seek him. Yes, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, the life, the water, the wine, the bread. He's everything. The last part of definition I've read about righteousness reminds me of when we say seeking God's agenda with all our heart you have to have God's heart people I find that it's it's truly taken out of context Psalm 37 4 people always leave out the first part delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart people run around oh he said God said he'll give you the desires of your heart God said he'll give you the desires of your heart so we're around thinking oh I want this and I want that well the want of things and the desires of the things of the world is being blessed by Satan the desires of your heart have to be the same desires of God's heart. So when you seek the, the kingdom and the desires of God's heart, which is helping people, helping people, helping yourself, 
and loving God and spreading God's gospel, the good news of Jesus. Yes, you'll be delighted. God will be delighted. Jesus will be delighted. The passion of the Christ is the will of the Father. We have to always be seeking to do the will of the Father. And you have to stay in the scriptures for that. You have to stay in the word. You have to stand on the word of God. Flat foot, chest out. Each and every day. Amen. We thank you, Sister Terry, for that. The book of Matthews, a little to the point. Amen. The world, the world do have gifts. The world do have, amen, things that they want to give you to distract you and direct you the wrong direction. Uh, the book of Matthew, the fourth chapter, when Jesus was tempted, he went through three temptations. And one of the last one, the enemy t tempted him with. And many times when you do get weak and you get down and you get distracted, you open up yourself to almost anyone that's going to come along and help close up that wound and uh, show you some compassion to your feelings. And the enemy is good at that. Amen. Many of those that are fasting and praying, be careful about opening up in yourself, open up your spirit. Amen. Because you, what you should do, then during that time, Isaiah 58, Amen. You seek God. You seek God. You pray and you ask God and you read his word and you be filling yourself with God righteousness and God's God Holy Spirit building you up. Amen. So when the enemy come after you, it could be anybody's people. Amen. The people is Antichrist. They are they are the ones that are against Christ. They're against churches. They're against uh, anything that pertaining to uh, to help you and we uh, to encourage you uh, the, the gospel that's been going on lately the material gospel and they've been using Matthew the fourth chapter and Satan has been saying amen that uh, in the eighth verse to cut it short again the devil taketh him up to exceedingly high mountain and show him all the kingdoms of the world and his glory. And he said unto him, All these things I will give thee, that will fall down and worship me. There are many people falling down to worship the world system, the world money, the, the world requirements. They get material things. But God is bigger than material. He's bigger than material. Now we're going to pray now in the closing. Amen. That those who've never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, we pray that you do. Amen. Not only Romans 10 and 9, Romans 10 and 9 is the nut and bolts, amen, of salvation. Because you got to believe in your heart that God, those that believe in God in their heart and say it out of your mouth, you do believe in God and you believe that his son died on the cross for you, then you need to find a church home where you can be baptized in water for removing, for remission of your sin and to give you a good spiritual uh, awakening in your spirit and also in your conscience. Show the world, amen, that you, you follow the word of God. Acts 2.10, sorry, Acts 2.38, repentance, repentance. Turn away from what you know is right against the commandments. Turn away what you know, amen, is wrong against the word, against God's commandments. What God, 
that you think you might know and ask God to forgive you what you have done. Amen. So when you go into that water, amen, you die a spiritual death. Amen. But you come up in a new life, a new life, the same way Jesus died on the cross. He was buried and he rose on the third day. You've been buried in the likeness of Christ, according to Romans 6, and you come up as a new person. Amen. So not only confession is a part of salvation, but you also have to take on the water baptism, a real physical water baptism. And you have to stop doing what you know physically wrong. Amen. That's what you call repentance. Amen. And this will give you the victory. Amen. That God is seeking, calling you for you to come today. Amen. We thank you for following this broadcast. Amen. You can call and write us according to what's being uh, left in the broadcast and, and uh, on the radio broadcast. We thank God. Continue to pray. Amen. And you continue to pray. You be another another Canadian. God hear you when you pray from your heart. You when you pray from your heart. Amen. You can say, Lord, help me. I need you. Amen. Not to be a drawn out prayer, and all the other things of righteousness will come. Come to Matthew six thirty three. Amen. Seeking God first, His kingdom. That's mean His word. His studying His word, His righteous. And we thank God for you. Continue to pray for one another, and we'll pray for you. And we love you for following us. In Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer requests or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you. Say,